Hello and welcome to the Commander's Quarters. Uh, as you know, we've done some studio renovations. I, uh, you're going to be hearing from my lawyers. Well, this is outrageous. <laughs> I have flown all the way out here to the Midwest, and what do I find? You've ripped me off. Well, you know what? It, it, better than the original. All right, here we go. Uh, so yeah, again, Commander's Quarters, uh, actual studio. Uh, I flew uh, the professor out here. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, my set's being renovated. We're doing all neon. We're doing this cool neon oh, really? aesthetic. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's, all right. That's how my new set's going to look. Well, maybe I'll uh, have to change some things up, and uh, maybe my <laughs> next set will look a little neon. I okay. Know. We'll see. Does it have a pig logo in it? Uh, uh, I, I, there wasn't, but now there's going to be. <laughs> there's going to be. I figure like a piggy bank and a little coin going in. That's the Telarian piggy bank. There you go. Yeah. All right, well, uh, this studio uh, renovation was uh, pretty expensive to make it look like this. Uh, and that's actually what we're going to be talking about today is uh, expense, but uh, in Commander instead of uh, when it comes to studio remodeling, because I assume most people watching this are going to be playing Commander versus remodeling studios. Um, yeah, there's a certain irony to the fact that even the premier uh, budget Commander YouTube channel yep. has had to double its prices of decks. Yes. And so if you want any proof of the rising cost of Commander, yep. the fact that literally... EDH quarters, Commander's quarters is now Commander's fifty cents, uh, uh, fifty bucks. I mean, you can there's this double the amount of quarters, quarters, it's, it's, quarters, yeah, it's, multiple, a lot, a lot of quarters, you know. Sure, sure, but I I really do look to that mm. more so than any other factor. Yeah. It's like wow, even Mitch had mm. to to double his his budget mm. simply because cards are getting more expensive. They are, um, and so I, I think kind of. It was uh, it was a really tough decision I made. I think it was back in June or whatever it was when I decided to kind of move up to twenty five to fifty. And I put out a survey first, and then I kind of did an episode on explaining yeah. why and like the rising cost of Commander. And actually, I think it was called the State of Commander, and I kind of talked about that. But basically, like the problem is, and I've talked about this in other episodes too, is like there are certain pieces of a Commander that that kind of need to be there to function, and the main one is ramp. Right. And ramp is crucial in, I mean, unless you're commander ramps or, or certain situations, you know, ramp is crucial in basically every commander deck. And if the prices of ramp cards increase, the price of your deck is just naturally going to increase. And so going from the 25 to 50 really was kind of a response to the price of ramp cards getting more expensive. I mean, and obviously in my channel is known for Wayfarer's Bobble, that card was 12 cents when I started right. building it. I thought that was always mm. going to be a budget card. I'm like, I've always got this one in my, my back pocket. I can always use Wafer's Bobble. It's a fantastic card. It ramps me in any deck. It fixes my colors. And now it's like $2.50 or whatever it is now. So it's gone up, you know, whatever, 200%. How many times have they reprinted it since then? Uh, none. There you go. And uh, I think, uh, I mean, my anybody who watches my channel mm. knows that one of my biggest causes since the beginning is reprints. Yep. And not just reprints, but needed yes. reprints. Sometimes there's reprints that are not needed and people come to me and they say, I thought your whole thing was you wanted reprints. And I'm like, well, not just anything. <laughs> not just any old card. Hill Giant really that needed was my, the reprint. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, it's about reprinting the cards that people play with. And 100%. you mention Mana Ramp and you think about things like, like staple accelerants, yeah. like the Signets, the signets. let's say. Yes. And why are the Signets not in literally, literally every Commander pre-con? Mm -hmm. I mean, people, we can argue till we're blue in the face about like, oh, well, you can't put fetch lands in Commander pre-cons. And sure. I, I disagree with that, but I can see that <laughs> argument. Yeah. Fine. If you're going to sure. say to me that's ridiculous to say each Commander Precon should have a fetch land in it, that's not the place for it, fine. Mm -hmm. But why does each Commander Precon not have the signets yep. in its corresponding colors yeah. 
Period. It's it's a needed reprint. It goes in. They go in essentially any non-green deck. Right. Again, there are exceptions. Not going to say any. I'll include. Uh, of course. But basically, I mean, if you're building a commander deck, it doesn't make sense not to put that in there for the most part. And if you're trying to teach new players, let's say again, the argument is okay. These are for new players. They don't have to be fully tuned. Fine. If you're trying to teach new players how to properly build their deck, including a bunch of mana rocks that cost three or not a lot of mana rocks at all, isn't the right way to do it, in my opinion. You still need to teach them, okay, this needs to go in your deck because this is how you, you go. You accelerate on turn two, and then you're catching up with the rest of the table, and then you can get ahead of people, too. Like, it's, it's just a... I, 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 can't find the, I can't find the argument from, from Wizards of the Coast side saying why we're not including Signets, why we're not including Talismans. I can't see it. The only argument I could see is that they want to push new cards, mm -hmm. but then that's not what they're doing because they're reprinting worse cards sure. than those. We're getting things like, uh, I mean, the fact that they put guild gates. Yeah. What you're the? Do you include guild gates in in your your lists? You're <laughs> the do. but you do. Yes, I have okay. To, yeah, yeah. All so right, mana base. Yeah, it's okay. All no, right. so, I mean they they would still be budget. Though, well, they're plentiful they... for you. <laughs> exactly. They're plentiful. Thank you, wizards, for giving me your yes. guild gates. No, but if right. they did reprint, you know, like the scrylands, if they reprinted those, you know, consistently, you know, slightly better, you know, uh, mana fixing lands, you know, because they do something else on top of that. Right. Then maybe that would drive the price down where I can actually include some of those in the mana base. And again, mana base is something that's very important, commander too. But I find ramp to be more crucial than mana base. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. What about just the argument or idea that Commander is one of, if not the most popular format in Magic right now, mm -hmm. and so it's seeing the hugest growth, and therefore that huge growth, huge influx of players, yeah. huge demand, huge cost. Is yeah. this an inevitability? I, I don't. I think that you know, there's always a way that you can. This is, I do a budget channeling. There's right. always a way to build a deck effectively. You know, no matter what certain cards get to. You know, I might not be able to include Cyclonic Rift in my deck because it's kind of expensive. It's always been expensive. But basically, you know, there's always going to be budget alternatives to that because they're going to keep putting out other cards that you could then use for that. The one slot again that you can't really is ramp unless they put out you know Arcane Signet, which you know. Woo! Yeah, I've got Roll. some bad news for you about that too. I've got some bad news for you about how accessible Arcane Signet is. Yeah. What Arcane Signet needed to, to, to be is basically maybe in booster packs as a yeah. bonus card yeah. that you got a million of and didn't need and then it's 10 cents. Instead of just something that sells Brawl decks. Right. Yeah. Well, th then it's worth the price of the Brawl deck. Yeah. Well, Brawl <laughs> is a fantastic and really popular format and I think that's going to be the new commander. I don't know. No, it's not. <laughs> why would you? Why? Why have you turned my office into a house of lies? This is my office. Oh right, why we're have, in the Midwest. Right, we're <laughs> no, in the Midwest. That was a joke on Brawl. Everyone, he, he's still lying. Yeah. Yes, Brawl players, right, Mitch? Not me. I, I'm very sorry to the yes. Brawl players. I'm sorry. <laughs> All four of them. Uh, you keep your arcane signets. Yes. Um, <laughs> I can't use them anyway. Yeah. Uh, but no, like instead of you know introducing you know this this new mana ramp that you know uh, essentially. Uh, to some people, belongs in every commander deck. Reprint the classics. Where's the where's the you know the regular signets? Where's the talismans? Where's my bobble? You know, um, fractured power stone, a mana rock that costs two and taps for a colorless and does nothing outside of unless you're in plane chase. Uh, that's all it does. Went from a twelve cent card to recently like an eight dollar card. Like because people are finally getting you know to that point where they're starting to understand mana mana ramp at two is important no matter what it is so right. a monocolor deck or a two color deck that's a fantastic card because it just ramps you on turn two which is what you want and so where's that reprint like you know i don't even care you know if it says plane chase stuff on it while it's in a commander product it, it doesn't matter to me like people love plane chase you know commanders and plane chase are kind of you know similar i mean it's the same format but just with extra things on top of it you know so if it has extra text you know fine reprint it 
Give yeah. Me it. it. It comes down to reprint it in so many cases. I mean, mm -hmm. I've had this, and I, I cover uh, uh, non-commander formats on, yeah. on my channel. I try and cover just about everything except Brawl and, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, and Tiny Leaders. Those are the two I don't cover, but everything else I, I do cover. And I've found that for formats like Modern, even yeah. Legacy with the reserve list, that it all, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. when you start talking to people in those, those uh, uh, areas that are experts, and it's like, what is this format really facing in terms of problems is yep. just avail card availability and affordability yep. more than anything else. Maybe something should be banned. Maybe something needs this. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to you need to reprint the cards so that players have access to yep. them. And Magic the Gathering as a game as a whole is exploding. Every year I keep hearing, yep. and I know it's only partially corporate BS, mm. uh, every year I keep <laughs> hearing, well, I mean, you got to put out a little bit of bluster when you're a corporation. Yeah. But... I, I keep hearing that like it's the biggest year for Magic. It's the biggest year for Magic. Yeah. And I do believe that. I believe mm. that we have more people playing than ever before. Mm. I believe that when Arena hit, it brought in a huge amount of players mm. who then said, hey, let's go check out our local game store. Yeah. I believe that is an, a, a side effect of mm. Arena. Uh, Commander's really awesome. All these formats are really awesome. Yeah. And so, well, gosh, you know, some of these cards were printed back when the player base was a tenth the size, mm. and it was just printed in one set or yep. two sets. There just needs to be a talk about we need to stamp out copies of some of these cards yeah. as best we can, but they're never included as the promos for Friday Night Magic. They're never nope. included as the GP promos. Mm. They're never and the GP promos are hard to get and expensive to begin mm. with. Uh, they 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 don't do player rewards. Mm. They don't do this. They don't uh, reprint the cards, and it comes down to reprint the cards to have, me. Have you? Um, I I think it was, and I, I apologize if I'm getting this wrong. I believe on MTG Goldfish. I think it was. It was either Saffron Olive or someone else who, who did like a, an article a while back on reprint equity, or yeah, whatever called. Right. And so basically, like you know, like do you kind of believe that that's an actual? Thing? I guess I should explain. Yeah, I okay. do. But re please re explain. Reprint equity basically is kind of a concept that Wizards is withholding certain reprints and saying like, okay, we're going to hold these reprints off and then do them in very specific, you know, products at a time over time, so that you can then sell the set. So instead of reprinting. Oracle Maldaya in a set that it makes sense, you reprint it as like, here's the one really good commander card right. in this set so that people will buy it. And so that might make sense to me. I mean, I, I, I don't like the practice if it has actually happened. Again, this is, you know, disclaimers, whatever. It's right. not actually confirmed. Tinfoil hat time. Tinfoil hat time, exactly. But like, when it comes to higher cost cards, sure. But when it comes to like saying like, oh, we're not going to reprint the sign signets because of reprint equity. Right. How much reprint equity does a signet have? Like, you know, like do people go out and buy tons of, you know, commander products because they specifically have signets or not? Like, it's Well, they just... don't because they're not reprinting them. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I do believe, I do believe that uh, reprint equity is at the very least something that they discuss uh, behind closed doors where the lawyers are not present oh, yeah. at Wizards of the Coast. Uh, uh, I believe this to be true, and I do believe, because we can see the patterns. It's not a mistake that the commander precon comes out and there's one chase reprint yep. in it. Your seed board in muse. each one. Yeah. Right. And then it's just like, okay, it wasn't mm -hmm. an accident well, that, yeah. e you know, that each Brawl deck had, that they designed the Arcane Signet for each one. That's yep. not reprint equity, but it's again showing that they yep. are aware of these things. Yeah. And I, I think that there that there is a fact where it's like, okay, it's a business. Yeah. And yes, all they need to do is keep the fetch lands, uh, for example, in their back pocket. And as soon as they need to guarantee that, that this product or set sells, they're, they're <laughs> going to reprint them. And, and there is a certain logic to that. But I think that they need to recognize that 
as the game grows mm -hmm. and as formats like Commander become the moneymaker, mm -hmm. that they can end up damaging themselves in terms of card access and availability. Yeah. Yeah. And if it gets to a point which it quickly is becoming, mm -hmm. that just, I mean, uh, listen, I do regular, what, regular, I do Commander deck decks on yeah. my channel, and every single one of them is filled with comments of people saying the price is outrageous. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, these are what, you know, I, I like kind of template decks. Sure. I like kind sure. of like, this is just going to be your basic build of Tesa, mm -hmm. your basic build of whoever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, here's how you would build Tesa. Yeah. And, and it's like, that's $500, <laughs> that's $600. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. guess what? That is what Commander decks cost unless you're over at Commander's Quarters. Mm. And I think there's a certain point where that's going to start hurting the most popular format and therefore hurting the, the best year of Magic or the mm -hmm. new best year of Magic. Yeah. And that they need to say, okay, reprint equity, yes, we can't just tank everything, no. but yeah. maybe we need to put more than one needed reprint in this set. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to put 10. Yeah instead of one. Yeah. Maybe we need to put five instead of one. Maybe we need to put, uh, 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 start taking the uh, uh, best ramp cards, as yeah. you put it, and say, all right, the, ma the mana base is gonna have the best ramp that we can reprint yeah. in every set, because that's where most of the cost gets tied up in, yeah. is in mana bases. That's true for most formats as well. Yeah. And, and so these are decisions that need to be made. And you know what, you can still keep I don't care that Oracle of Moldiah is $40 and has never been reprinted. I really don't. Because I don't need Oracle of Moldiah to play 99.9999999999% yeah. uh, uh, of decks. There's yeah. a deck that I want to have Oracle of Moldiah for. Yeah. But I do need lands and accelerants to play. And Wayfarer's Bobble. And Wayfarer's Bobble. <laughs> and it's, it's the same thing, not to keep talking about modern, but no, it's yeah. like... It's the reason why fetch lands is the big thing I scream about yeah. in modern is because the majority, not every deck, but the sure. majority of decks need them. The mana base is the most expensive part of just about every yep. modern deck. And I don't care if, for example, Mox Opal, which was recently banned, sure. but before it was when people were saying it needs a reprint, it was $100 each or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't really care about that because that was one deck and then two decks that really sure, yeah. needed it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I say, okay, that's fine, as long as there's alternatives. Yeah. And they really are going to have to address this. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I think that they, they, they are a little too removed from the realities yep. of just what it costs to put a deck together. I think so, too. And I, I think that, like, my problem with it from last year's perspective, again, this is, we, don't, we haven't seen, you know, the, the pre-cons for this year and, like, what the kind of that holds in, like, it is the year of Commander this year, and we'll right. get into that. But last year's pre-cons, I think... They said from the year before, you know, because the um, they increased the price, right? But they didn't increase, you know, necessarily the the value of the deck from the year before. Right. And so they said, okay, we heard you, and we're making the adjustments. And I honestly don't think they did. I, like, yeah, I, I think I, some people are giving them a bit more credit than they deserve. I don't think they made enough adjustments. I think they, yeah, sure. No, they, they didn't make enough adjustments. They threw I think in the Seaborn Muse. Right. They threw that's, in like, that's what you know, they did. Yeah, they threw in one. You know, here, here you go, card. Yeah, you know, yeah. Now, you know, your Seaborn Muse is is you know we use up the reprint equity on Seaborn Muse. It used to be twenty bucks. Now it's right. ten. Now it's five. You know, here you go. Here's your Seaborn Muse. We could give you that one, but it's just you're not you're not addressing the core issue again, in my opinion. Where yes, you don't have to build a deck to be the most you know, pristine, tuned deck of all time. It's a pre-con. You, know, you, right. you don't need to go dominate people with a pre-con. But you need to build it in a way that makes sense. And in my opinion, you need to continuously reprint the ramp package. Right. Like, just right. keep doing it. Like, 
I, th- I, I personally, without go- going, I don't want to go too far no, off yeah. topic into to w- wizard sort of thing, but I do think a big aspect is that everybody at Wizards of the Coast doesn't need to buy their own cards and decks. Sure. And I, I think that's a big factor. Uh, uh, or if they do, they do so as a luxury or because many of most of them are players themselves, but yeah. it's more of a hobby thing. And I, I feel that that is going to make you detached over time sure. as to just what a pain in the butt what the value of a card is a, yeah. a value of a card is yeah. or or be having to put together a modern or commander deck yeah. or just you know that sort of thing and i, I think it's really going to hit that tipping point especially with the year of commander mm-hmm. i mean it literally did get to the point where in response to you know, viewer feedback on the cost of the average commander deck on my channel is that I've been like, maybe I need to just stop doing commander decks because I, uh, you know, you cover budget ones, you know, you're the king of that. And, and that, that that's what people want. And then maybe it's just like, you know, a $600 middle of the road commander deck. I just like middle of the road decks, but it yeah. turns out that they're $600 now. Right. And, and, and that's a problem. And I think mm. that that is just a, a, a real issue. I don't think it's, it's a secret why your channel has exploded as it has, because to be able to put a functioning commander deck together for 25 and then $50 yeah. uh, uh, is is a great service. Your your decks are better than the pre-cons, I say. Well, and they are. And now imagine, though, that you could sit down to make your next budget deck mm-hmm. and it's 40 it's going to be $40 but you can put any card that isn't in the reserve list in it because that's wizards of the coast yeah. they're going to be, be able to oh they raised the price against 45 <laughs> is it really i think they raised the price again oh, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, yeah, so well, obviously they're going to be including a lot more of those yes. you know heavily needed reprints so you're going to you're going to do a $45 deck but you can now literally whatever 100 cards you put in it it'll be $45 and it always ends up being you yeah. don't have how, to how grab the guild gates. You don't have to grab the guild gates. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm fine with the guild gates for now. You know, I, I've, I've come to terms with the guild gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I actually have a question for you, sure. which is that joking about precons is precons have a lot of brand new original made for commander cards. Yeah. Do you feel that these cards are having a big effect on the cost of commander? Because keep in mind, there's a big difference between them creating a rare mm-hmm. in a draft set that commander yeah. loves. And so let's say the new Theros came out and there's a rare in Theros that's brand new card mm-hmm. and commander loves it. The amount of those rares that have been printed and yep. put out into the world is exponentially higher yep. than if we make four Commander precons. Yeah. We make original, never before seen, made for Commander cards in those precons. Yep. We slap. I don't understand how they get. Some of them are uncommon. Some of them are rare. Some of them are mythic. There's. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. But they put this brand new card in there, and then there's so fewer copies yep. of that. And if it is a good card, yeah like most of the commanders almost always are. Yeah. Uh, but even if it is like, oh, hey, we've got, you know, Mystic Confluence in sure. there. Well, until they did recently reprint that, but yep. until they had, then there's only so many copies of this. Mm-hmm. It's made for commander. It's made well, to be and, good in commander. And they can't reprint it in standard sets most of the time because right. of how it works. Exactly. Right, exactly. Like, that's why they couldn't put, Ar- they can never put Arcane Signet mm-hmm. in a, a, a draft set mm-hmm. at, uncommon you want they, a two-man man rock that does nothing <laughs> right they're not going to do that yeah. and and so how are we going to get copies out there uh and especially with the idea of made for commander yeah if they did their job right that means commander players want it yep so it's not just a rare from theros as many rares from theros we don't sure. want but all of these new made for commander cards yep. not all of them but most of them yeah i wouldn't mind a copy of that in my deck i wouldn't yep. mind a copy of that in my deck 
five dollars, ten dollars. More than that sometimes. Yeah, yeah I mean, more than that. I think sometimes. you can really see the difference between those two with like a smothering, uh, smothering tithe, which right? Printed in a standard set versus a Teferi's protection, which was right. printed in um, I can't remember which Commander product, twenty eighteen. Right, and, and only in one of them. And only one, exactly. Right. And so that one is a forty dollar card now versus smothering tithe, which is still like very, both are very good mono white cards. Right. One is eight. One is forty. Like, and you, you can, can even argue that smothering tithe is 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 better for uh, just about any white deck. I mean, I'd say both of them. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 I, I think there's I definitely an argument that could two. be had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but like, and Smothering Ties, five to seven bucks right now. Yeah. Every white commander deck wants it, five to seven bucks, versus Teferi's Protection, every white commander deck wants it, 45 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's a real problem. Mm -hmm. I really wish in many ways, but I mean, they have to monetize it, don't they? Yeah. Uh, uh, what are they going to do? Just find ways to print those through standard and sell it to you in $4 packs? And now they've got Teferi's protection that they can brag about reprinting when they finally reprint it. And they'll reprint it in a very limited quantity and right? a very specific set to sell that set. Yeah. Do you feel that that can, is going to hurt the format? Do you, or how do you feel about the fact that you even had to double your price? Yeah. And, you know, is that hurting your end in terms of creation or just frustrating? Or, like, like, what do you see in terms of the health line of Commander in relation to this growing cost? Sure. I mean, I think, I do think Commander is still in a good spot right now. I do think that there are obviously things that can be changed. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, the reprints is kind of my main, main, if I had a wish list in Commander, right. better reprints is what I would want. Um, yeah, the change like really was kind of surprising me when I started. I thought I could just continuously always do you know twenty five dollar text, and maybe right. and maybe my channel has uh, has had an impact enough where I'm part of the problem where I'm increasing or some cards are potentially increasing in price. You know, many people claim that I you know increase the price of Wayfarer's Bob. Well, I cannot confirm nor deny that. Uh, although I might have apologized in another video at right. some point, but right. uh, <laughs> tune into to my channel to hear <laughs> me force Mitch to formally apologize to all of you for what he did to the price of Wayfarer's Bobble. But there yes. you go, there you go. Um, but basically, yeah, I mean, that, that's just a very good indication of kind of, I mentioned before, like, there's one place where I can't, you know, really make uh, exceptions for. I can't make exceptions for in ramp. I can't right. say, like, you know, oh, instead of running the Signets, I'm just going to run the Lockets. Right. That's, you're, you're really slowing your deck down at that point. They you're, reprinted the Lockets. They, I believe they did it last year. Oh I believe they did. They also, oh, our Millery Sphere. That was my least favorite include in one of the decks. So, like, yeah. oh, here, have this mana fixing card. Mana fixing and mana ramp, very different. And yeah. it's like, Maybe new players, you know, to the format don't necessarily understand that, which is okay, but you shouldn't be teaching them the wrong thing. You know, just, you know, instead of putting that armillary sphere in there, put a signet in there. Do you know what they actually, I, I so I, I actually had a conversation with an actual person at Wizards of the Coast about that very issue with a different example. Mm -hmm. And do you know what they said to me? They said, well, part of the fun of being a new player is then learning to upgrade your deck. Because uh, I was complaining about Planeswalker decks sure. and the, the the intentionally bad cards they make in Planeswalker decks. And I said, why, why aren't you just putting a lightning bolt in instead of a three mana shock? And they actually said to me was, well, it's really fun to have that moment where you upgrade your deck and you realize this is a better card. You go trade for it or you crack it open in another pack and then you swap it out. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just have uh, the best card to begin with, do mm -hmm. you? That sort of so, yeah. Yeah. This so here, we're, so, so, to, to, so a, the short of it is we're doomed because yeah. that's the mentality. It's a placeholder. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and and you mentioned too before, like I, thank you for your, for your compliment that my decks are better than the precons. I appreciate that, but yeah. it's it's kind of not hard when they're not building their precons to be tuned. Right. When they're intentionally making these decisions where they put 40 lands in a deck that does not need 40 lands, that's not land-focused or, or whatnot, and they're just saying that, oh, yeah, yeah, because, you know, it's a new player. We want a new player experience where, you know, you're right. going slower, you're making more decisions, you know, you're more decisions, you're 
making decisions slower. You're doing everything slower. It's just slower, essentially. This idea to me that new players are just like mentally, you know, struggling to grasp the game. Yeah. It's beyond me. No. I mean, no, I, I, you know, I started when I was 14 and, mm -hmm. and was handed a deck full of a bunch of broken cards. Yep. And, uh, you know, we were talking to our friend Olivia. She started on Commander yep. and, and with a fully tuned deck and yep. figured it out. Exactly. We're smart. Magic players are smart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll give us credit someday. Right. <laughs> Uh, uh, you mentioned, I, I do have a, a question I wanted to ask you while sure. I was here, which is that you mentioned, you know, we joke about the Wayfarer's Bauble thing, yeah. but do you put a lot of stock in the idea that uh, popular creators can create a rising price effect on cards? We've heard of, you know, the, the Commander's Quarters yeah. effect, the, 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 the Command Zone the, effect, the Command Zone effect, yeah. uh, uh, the, you know, the Saffron Olive effect, yeah. uh, uh, once the Talarian Community College effect, Which once. Which was that? It was, I, I did a, a, a deck tech once and uh, on, uh, for Anala with uh, the uh, 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 Wanderwine Profits yep. combo win. And at the time, Wanderwine Profits was like a buck yeah. and it shot up to 15 overnight, Jeez. literally because of that video. Shame on and it, yes, and it was right. Well, it was right because it was a commander precon came out, and you could literally just put that one card into it, it for this infinite loop. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so it was just like it, it, that happened. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't think I've my, my I usually make products shoot off the shelves in terms yeah. of sleeves and deck boxes <laughs> more so Not than card, cards. Yeah. But do you think like like it, is it a, a kind of fatalism to just yeah. say? Listen, as soon as I find, like, you're sitting at your computer tonight, you're working on your video for next week, and you sure. find this 13-cent amazing card everyone's overlooked, and then you think to yourself, if I show this off, it'll be $3. I have had the thought before, especially on yeah. some older cards. Uh -huh. I, have. I definitely but, have. Do you think that, do you even think, is that true, or is that not really, or are you, it kind of feels like it's putting blame on you and, and well, Seth and Jimmy and Josh, and, and I, I feel like, it's the system that's broken, not yeah. not the fact that you called attention to oh. this is a good card. One hundred percent. And I think I think it, it's probably overblown for most things. You know, there are obviously you know, you know people who are just playing Commander that aren't content creators that you know are discovering these cards as well, and they're talking to the play group and the play, play, play group sees it too. You know, and then there everyone's just adding cards when it comes to that too. But there are some obviously effects that you can see. Um, Reap, I think, is a recent example. Mm -hmm. um, I did an episode on that one a while back in my uh, Quest Recorders episodes, where I just basically kind of show off a under rated you know card under a dollar or whatnot and I, I showed that one off it immediately jumped to a dollar I mean it was like 50 cents or whatnot it immediately jumped to a dollar or two like in the first day mm -hmm. and then it kind of like stabilized went back down or whatnot yeah. it go all the way down but then uh, the command zone recently did an episode I believe it was Josh's like favorite underrated card um, recently too mm -hmm. and he as soon as that episode came out actually I think it was the day before because patrons get access to it the day before right. the cards price went up to like 10 bucks right. so you can't I mean there obviously is some precedent to say that yes content creators putting content out there and showing kind of these underrated underappreciated cards that might be you know pretty old and not have a big print run and never been reprinted like Right. Reap, like yes, that's going to affect prices. Like it will affect prices. Me having Wayfarer's Bobble and almost every single one of my deck decks is going to affect its price. Right. That doesn't mean I'm not going to include it because it's going to affect its price. Though it's the right card for that deck. Right. So right. yeah. Yeah. And again, I mean, uh, if Wayfarer's Bobble would just get reprinted in each Commander precon, it would be back down to twelve cents again. Yeah. 
so I, I, I feel when I see those headlines and I, I feel people like sometimes there is, uh, uh, I, at least I see on, on, on the outsider mm. uh, 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 spot looking in, that there is sometimes this frustration where it's like, oh, I wish Mitch and, and Seth and, and Jimmy and Josh would just kind of keep their mouths shut about these, these, mm. these cards because they're causing the prices. And yeah, you know, I, but I, I, I do feel that that's being unfair and that it really is, you know, if these cards would just get reprinted yeah. and there was access to affordable, you know, uh, must-run cards, yeah. then it, it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. I mean, you're energizing a large portion of the player base. That's something that happens. Well, it's just, yeah, and trying to inform people on, right. you know, like, good deck building. Like, right. in, in my opinion, like, this is the way that I build decks, and it's the way I think it is good to build decks, and these are the cards that I'm going to include. I'm not going to include subpar cards just because I don't want the price scopes on the ones. I'm, I'm not just... Many people have commented, you know, Mitch is just, he's, he's waiting for a way for his bobble to hit like four bucks and he's going to sell his warehouse and then just, yeah. you know, move to Hawaii and right. you know, he's going to retire. And that's, right. uh, that off might be of, true. Off of the $400 but... <laughs> shield net, you know. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But no, yeah, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to make subpar decisions based off of not wanting a card's price to rise. If there right. is a card that I find that I find uh, is fantastic and even if it's old and even if it has a small print run, I'm going to show it off. And the only the only problem with that is when you get into reserve list cards, and then that's uh, that might be an issue because they can't reprint those. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, there's also a certain point too where I mean, if all of us creators are working to look at, uh, you know, affordable good cards mm. that are under a dollar, under fifty cents, mm. and eventually shouting them out there. It can't all get to five dollars yeah, each, no. ten dollars each. I mean, there has to be a point where there are cards that are. Just yeah, these these are affordable, yep. uh, 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 but it it does require a change in attitude from you know the the company that makes the game. I think I I, I believe you know, so too. Uh, you look at things like Secret Layer, and I I really one thing that really drives me crazy is I hear people calling Secret Layers reprints, and they're not reprints. No, be, uh, because, unique art. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 almost always being sold for pretty much like there's a little savings, sure. but it's not a reprint. It's if you were going to go out to your local game store and buy this card sure. that's in the secret layer, this is maybe what it would cost you. Maybe sure. a little less. Yeah. And in a couple cases, a lot less, but not really. Sure. You're still spending 50 bucks. And, sure. and so what you want when you want to reprint is, it's in my pack of magic cards. Yeah. But less and less, it's in the pack of magic cards mm -hmm. because this commander is being monetized. Yeah. And I think that that's another issue too, never minding reprints, but just the fact that Commander as a format is, do you feel being taken away from standard, taken away from booster packs? You don't get Commander cards in booster packs anymore. Mm -hmm. We were talking over breakfast today oh, yeah. about the idea of, what did you think of the, the Theros gods? Yeah, I, I was very disappointed. Yeah. I, I've said this before too, like I, I had an entire episode on the worst uh, Theros uh, yeah. commanders or whatnot. I couldn't do one on the best because there wasn't a right. There's, there's not. There, there was no god that I was excited or not. No legendary creature that I was excited about building around for Theros for the most part. Like right. really, just we like, mean we mean new Theros. The new, return, sorry, new Theros. Return new to Theros. Theros. Yeah, I was Theros. I was so excited because Theros. Was yeah. one of my It was one of the first sets when I was playing Commander or when I was getting back into Magic and Commander, and I was just like, this is a really cool set. These gods are great. Like you know, they're fantastic commanders. They just all seem like they've got something going on. And then the new one comes out, and I'm like. And these gods are just like right. subpar. And I can't help but feel tinfoil hat time that that is because the uh, design for really cool commanders was 
intentionally mm -hmm. taken out of where it might normally be put into sure. because we have got 70 new commanders coming to mm -hmm. us in Commander Legends alone this year, let alone the fact that we're getting twice as many Commander Precons, mm -hmm. each with three Commanders in it, plus we're getting other Commander products mm -hmm. that have yet to be announced coming out this year yep. uh, uh, and all of this stuff. And it's just like, well, we can't just give that to you in a $4 booster pack. Yeah. We can only, we only have so much design thought power like like that's a lot of work you can't just stick that in the booster pack anymore mm. but again that's going to have an effect if we're monetizing commander is almost its own separate sure. game uh then it's it's leaving that realm of like yeah mm. we got a million copies of this rare yep. the original commander was just go through your bulk bins yep. find cool cards that aren't played in 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 modern and legacy yep. uh sort of thing well this commander was before modern yeah. but you know yep. what i mean yep. uh, that aren't being played and constructed and it's like oh i remember this card cool card it's 10 cents now but let's put mm. that in the deck yep. and i think we've really lost that yep. with made for commander cards and with the monetization of commander as a separate out of out of the booster pack realm yeah uh think about throne of eldraine who were the best throne of eldraine commanders they were all in the brawl decks because because for part, yeah. yeah i mean within the booster packs what commander was amazing in eldraine sir conrad sir conrad right <laughs> one or two but uh, why wasn't shulane in booster packs it's standard to legal. sell brawl decks well yeah why wasn't corvald in booster packs yeah. why why weren't these cards in booster packs yeah. and if they had been well, how much is Chulain and Corvald going for right now? Uh, how much would they be going for if they had been the rare in a booster pack? I think significantly less. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have sold out all those Brawl decks. Yep, 100%. There you go. Yeah. And and so this is, I think, a real problem is, is as we remove, it, has, it doesn't even have to do with reprints, but it's as we remove cards of interest and desire and chase and value, mm. or even of bling from booster packs. Yeah. We used to get expeditions masterpieces in booster packs now you buy those separately yep. more and more is being taken out of the booster you're pack less value you're yep. getting less value you're getting less application yep. and they even renamed them they re we used to call them booster packs but now they're called draft packs they literally renamed them so they're saying this is just for draft mm -hmm. uh, uh, and so let's take anything that non-drafters would want out of the booster pack and the unintended, it might be really good for short-term profits, mm. but the unintended consequences is making every aspect of this game cost a fortune, yep. and there's going to be a breaking point. I definitely believe that as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think at a, a certain point, too, they're, what I've seen, it seems like they're trying to have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah. Like where, you know, okay, none of the commanders in Theros, again, like right. new Theros, uh, are really that desirable, necessarily. One or two, maybe one. A couple, yeah, yeah. okay, anyway. But, but yeah. But, the, but the, you know, instead of just having a decent amount of commander staples in the set, it was it was okay for the 99, but then you've got, you know, you, okay, you can tell when they have that commander card. Okay, Nick's Blue Mansion. That right. is not a card meant for standard. That is not right. a card meant for any other format. That right. is a commander card. And they're right. like, hey, all right, commander players, buy this set because of this card. Right, but as you said at the start of this episode, there's one. There's not a bunch. It's, I mean, there's a few. There's good. Theros was good for the 99 if you're but, an enchantress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like if you've got an enchantress commander, yep. then you're, you're golden. But yep. uh, yeah, boy. And I remember because I played during original Theros. Everyone, almost, like here it was the flip. With exception, with the exception mm. of one or two, every single god, especially multicolored god, yep. and, and, and even several of the monocolored gods, mm -hmm. it was just like, that I want to do a commander deck around oh, yeah. that. I want to 100%. do a commander deck around that. I want to do a commander deck around that. I want to do a commander deck around that. Mm -hmm. deck around that. Yep. And then I remember as they were revealing the gods, I was like, I don't want to do a commander deck around that. Yeah. 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 But I'm sure that the 70 that are in Commander Legends 
they're yeah. they're going to be pushed, pushed, pushed. I would I would assume and that's kind of something else too. Like you know, like instead of you know reprinting you know the, the the staple cards that you need to make a commander deck run, you know you're just power creep is a very real thing. You know instead yeah. of reprinting you know the signets of Wayfarer's Bobble, here's Arcane Signet and this yeah. very small product. You yeah. know like. Yeah. Power creep is very much something that I'm afraid of for this year when it comes to the Commander Legends and all these Commander products that are coming out. It's, it's and, I, and I think that is tied into the topic because power creep is going to equal price creep. Because yeah. if it's a power creep and it's all these must-runs, so now yeah. we're going to have... You have more must-runs. Right. We're going to have finally those those mono-white cards that do draw effects that we really <laughs> want. Well, yeah, we get that, and but then it's like, well, now you need it. Yeah. You know, and it's it's that copy there. Yeah. Let me pitch you an idea. I want to pitch you an idea. I'd I want like to hear, to hear your thoughts. I hope this isn't diverging too I'd much, like to but hear. as we were as we come to the end, I want to pitch you this idea. Sure. The idea is a kind of in, variant of Commander, and it's called Commander Classic. Mm. Commander Classic has only one rule. In order for a card to be uh, it has the the same ban list as regular mm. Commander from the Rules Committee, but in addition to that, you can only play with cards that pass through a draft set so no hmm. so so the rule is is it had to have been in a booster pack okay basically if it was in a booster pack whether it was a uh uh in, that includes battle bond master sets okay. but it had to have been in some form of booster so pack not even buy a box promos i can't not even buy a box okay. uh <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. That's a. I'll it's leave that one experience. up to the philosophers. That went up to the philosophers. <laughs> but the idea being that uh, uh, if it was a made for commander card sure. in a commander precon yep. in something that wasn't in a a, a booster draft, mm -hmm. uh, uh, maybe we should even go so far as to just say standard. If sure. it wasn't ever standard, let, let's do that because I want to get Commander Legends illegal already. It's not even <laughs> out yet. I want Commander Legends illegal. Rules committees. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this is this is the subvariant Commander Classic. Actually, no. I'm sorry, Battle Bond. I'm sorry, Conspiracy. Conspiracy, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that sucks, but I'm going to say it had to have been in a standard set uh, 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 is the rule. That's the format. You, you, you can only build with cards that went through standard. Yeah. had to go through standard. It's an interesting thought experiment. Yeah. I think that it would, uh, at this point, with the way that Wizards is doing things, would just destroy everything because they aren't reprinting the things that are needed within those sets. That's true. That's true. I just, I really miss that old feeling of just going through my yeah. folder, going through my boxes. Mm. Oh, here's this old Lorwyn yes. card. Here's this cool Alara yeah. card. And now it's just like, okay, well, the, let's yeah. look at what the made for Commander cards yeah. are. Things that, were, things that weren't intended for the format that were right. perfectly in the format, but... Yeah, now you've got cards that are specifically made with the format in mind that are a bit overpowered because they're like, right. oh, this is just for commander players. Delete this up. There's a difference between finding a card mm -hmm. and making it work in commander yeah. versus being given a card that was made, made. to work great 100%. in commander. 100%. And it's just, you know, all right. It t it, it's a different feel for me, but uh, yeah. that's just my opinion. No, I 100% yeah. agree yeah. with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, some of my favorite commanders were, are, are, are I love Cassetto, yeah. and Cassetto was made for Commander. I love Cassetto. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. So uh, I do enjoy those cards. Yeah, I do too. And yeah. I think that there is, again, like we talk about this, it's all, it's all the balance. You know? like, right. Obviously, they can't reprint everything. The people who are calling for all cards to be 10 cents, that's a bit ridiculous. Right, right. Um, but, I mean, in Wizard's Mind, they are 10 cents, right? But <laughs> I guess so. Because <laughs> there's no secondary market. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah, you, you kind of have to find a middle ground. But I think the middle ground right now, they're a bit on one side where it's, we're not giving you enough. Yeah. And we, we are giving you other things instead. It's instead of, okay, instead of the reprints, here, look at these shiny new things. So right. And eventually it just kind of kind of collapses in on itself because there are those need reprints that need to happen. 
-hmm. You know, Soul Ring's great, but I'll take two signets, or I'll take the signets and talismans reprinted instead of just one Soul Ring because right. they apply to more decks. Right. I mean, you run Soul Ring in every deck for most people, but you're going to have more signets in your decks on average. Stop yelling at me in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And with that, this show is coming to a close. Uh, thank you again, uh, Prof, for uh, flying all the way out to the Midwest for my new studio and uh, checking it out and uh, being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. All right, everyone. Thanks again, and have a good one. And remember to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube. It really does help the channel. And the podcast is brand new, so if you could subscribe and review, I would really appreciate it. Every little bit helps. And again, make sure you follow us on social media at EDH Quarters on Twitter and at The Commander's Quarters on Facebook and Instagram for some sneak peeks. And again, if you're buying decks or individual cards, make sure you're using our affiliate link, bit.ly slash Commander's Quarters. Again, every little bit helps. And if you're already buying the cards, why not help support the channel? Our playmats and merchandise can be found on thecommandersquarters.com, so go ahead and check that out. And finally, again, a big thank you to my patrons. I would not be anywhere near here today if it wasn't for you. If you want to help support the channel, go ahead and check out patreon.com slash commandersquarters to see all the different tiers and rewards. 